the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Good morning to you all, and you're all very welcome to join us here in the parish of Abbey Field this morning. Welcome those who are joining us on the West Limerick Radio. Thank you for your uh, presence with us as we join in this beautiful feast, the Feast of Christ the King. And this is the last Sunday of the liturgical year. And in countries where there are royalty, uh, the person who is the leader of the country walk at the end of the procession. So today, Jesus, we honour him as, as the beginning and the end. And so as we place ourselves then in the presence of God, let us ask the Lord for his pardon, mercy, so that we can continue to enjoy God's favour and love. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Son of God and Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Word made flesh and splendor of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. We remember in our prayers at this Mass today for Cornelius O'Rourke, the Hill, Abbey Field, uh, whose anniversary occurs at this time. We also pray for Con O'Sullivan, St. Ita's Housing, who died during the week. We also pray for Madge Mullins and uh, Timmy Bruder, whose anniversaries occur. May they rest in peace. Amen. Almighty, ever-living God, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of the universe, grant, we pray, that the whole creation set free from slavery may render your, majest your majesty service and ceaselessly proclaim your, your praise through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. And Mary now will lead us in the readings. First reading. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The Lord says this. I am going to look after my flock myself and keep all of it in view. As a shepherd keeps all his flock in view and he stands up in the middle of his scattered sheep, so shall I keep my sheep in view. I shall rescue them from wherever they have been scattered during the mist and darkness. I myself will pasture my sheep. I myself will show them where to rest. It is the Lord who speaks. I shall look for the lost one, bring back the stray, bandage the wounded and make the weak strong. I shall watch over the fat and healthy. I shall be a true shepherd to them. As for you, my sheep, the Lord says this, I will judge between sheep and sheep, between rams and he-goats. The word of the Lord. Responsory of Sam. The Lord is my shepherd, and there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me repose. Response. 
Near restful waters he leads me to revive my drooping spirit. He guides me along the right path. He is true to his name. Response. You have prepared a banquet for me in the sight of my foes. My head you have anointed with oil. My cup is overflowing. Response. Surely goodness and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell forever and ever. Response. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Second reading. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of all who have fallen asleep. Death came to one man, and in the same way the resurrection of the dead comes to one man. Just as all men die in Adam, so all men will be brought to life in Christ, but all of them in their proper order. Christ as the first fruits, and then, after the coming of Christ, those who belong to him. After that will come the end, when he hands over the kingdom of God the Father, having done away with every sovereignty, authority, and power. For he must be king until he has put all his enemies under his feet, and the last of the enemies to be destroyed is death. And when everything is subjected to him, then the Son himself will be subject to his turn to the one who subjected all things to him, so that God may be all in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel acclamation. in the name of the Lord. Blessings on the coming kingdom of our father David. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, escorted by the angels, then he will take his seat in the throne of glory. All the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate men one from another, as a shepherd separates sheep from goats. He will place the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you whom my father has blessed, take for your heritage the kingdom prepared for you since the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you made me welcome. Naked and you clothed me. Sick and you visited me. In prison and you came to see me. Then the virtuous will say to him in reply, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you a drink? 
When did we see you a stranger and make you welcome, naked and clothe you, sick or in prison and go to see you? And the king will answer, I tell you solemnly, in so far as you did this to one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it to me. Next he will say to those on his left hand, Go away from me with your curse upon you, to the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you never gave me food. I was thirsty and you never gave me anything to drink. I was a stranger and you never made me welcome. Naked and you never clothed me. Sick and in prison and you never visited me. Then it will be their turn to ask, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, a stranger or naked, sick or in prison, I did not come to your help? Then he will answer, I tell you solemnly, in so far as you neglected to do this to one of the least of these, you neglected to do it to me. And they will go away to eternal punishment and the virtuous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we gather here this morning on this, the Feast of Christ the King, we extend a welcome to you all who have joined us through the webcam here in Abbey Field and those who have joined us through West Limerick Radio. This is the end of the liturgical year and next week we will be beginning the season of Advent in preparation for Christmas. And the readings today on this feast of Christ the King are very rich. And as I read this, these readings during the past week, I recalled a little incident in the life of two boys who were out playing in the back garden. And one of them noticed their grandmother down at the end of the garden reading her prayers from her prayer book. And one of the lads said, What is Granny doing? And one of the, la- one of the boys in reply said, As quick as a flash, she is preparing for her finals. If we were all truthful, we would love to quietly answer for ourselves and see for ourselves and get a glimpse at the questions before an exam. Well, on this Feast of Christ the King, we are getting that great opportunity to look at the questions that Jesus gives each of us. And Jesus gives us, one could say, a stepping stone stepping stones to heaven. And each of these questions begin, when did we see you? When did we see you a stranger? When did we see you naked, sick or in prison, and come to your help? In other words, these questions are asking each of us What does your care and what does our care as Christians look like? 
were there people who crossed our path the past week who were hungry? Who were hungry maybe for a moment of our time? Were there people who were thirsty? Thirsty for kindness and for friendship. Did God place on our path in the past week someone who was dying of loneliness? Did he place in our path someone who needed clothes? Or maybe someone who needed shelter from an attack? Maybe somebody who needed protection from gossip. And Jesus says in this last judgment scene in the Gospel of Matthew that those who make the difference are those with the concerns. Those who have replaced the words I and mine with others. As long as you give as much as a cup of cold water, you will certainly not lose your reward. There is a wonderful line which says, there is no training needed to meet the needs of the needy. The kingdom of heaven, we are reminded, is a place where the last will be found and the last shall be first. Lord, I'm only a drop, make me a fountain. Lord, I'm only a feather, make me a wing. Lord, I'm only a beggar, make me a king. Amen. As we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King, let us present our prayers to God, the Shepherd who cares for all his flock. We pray for Pope Francis. May God give him courage as he humbly invites us to follow Christ the King. Lord, hear us. We pray for everyone who faced loss and who faces loss because of COVID-19. We think especially of the many individuals who have lost their businesses, jobs, opportunities, and their hopes. Lord, hear us. We pray for all who are far away from home and loved ones at this time. That God will preserve them from harm, give them strength to cope with these challenging times. Lord, hear us. We pray for countries where the virus continues to cause great loss and pain. We pray that governments will work together and be wise in their decisions. Lord, hear us. We pray for all of us this morning, joined together, 
listening to this Mass through the radio and the, the, the church services. May you continue to know the presence of God in your lives and in the lives of your families. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for the gentle repose of all who have died. The victims of this bloody Sunday on this 100th anniversary. We remember today Cornelius Bruder, Madge Mullins, Tommy Bruder, and also Connie Sullivan, who was laid to rest in the past week. May we imitate the virtues of goodness they have put before us. Lord, hear us. For our own intentions, for those who have asked our prayers, remembering in a particular way those who are sick in our communities, Lord, hear us. Loving God, caring shepherd, you look after your people. Hear the prayers that we make through Christ our Lord. Amen. sacrifice may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord sacrifice in your hands the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his church. As we offer you, O Lord, the sacrifice by which the human race is reconciled to you, we humbly pray that your Son himself may bestow in all nations the gifts of unity and peace. And this we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you anointed your only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, with the Isle of Gladness, as eternal priest and King of all creation so that by offering himself on the altar of the cross as a spotless sacrifice to bring us peace, he might accomplish the mystery of human redemption. And making all created things subject to his rule, he might present to the immensity of your majesty an eternal and universal kingdom, a kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice, love and peace. And so with the angels and saints, with thrones and dominions, 
and with all the hosts and powers of heaven. We sing a hymn to your glory, as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and who always walk with us in the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love. And when as once for his disciples, so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask you to send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he, he was to suffer, on the night of the Last Supper, he took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and gave you thanks. He gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, Holy Father, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again, and we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Look with favor on the oblation of your church, in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. And grant that by the power of the spirit of love, we may be counted now and, uh, and, and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have communion. And so, having called us to your table, Lord, confirm us in unity, so that together with Francis our Pope, Brendan our Bishop, and with bishops, priests, religious and deacons, and your entire people, as we walk your ways with faith and hope, we may strive to bring joy and trust into the world. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the peace of Christ, and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face, and in the resurrection grant them the fullness of life. Grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to the eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There, in communion with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, formed by his divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And, with and for the areas in our life that needs peace at this present time, and for the restful peace of all who have died, we pray. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. And may the body of Christ bring us, and all for whom we have prayed, safe for eternal life. Amen. Amen.
So just some announcements now for the parish here in Abbeyfield. First of all, to say thanks to Father Dennis Milan for coming to celebrate Mass with us this morning. Father Dennis is based in Timpidlanton, of course, working in the area here with us in Turnafalamon Collins and here in Abbeyfield in Atea as well. So the parish newsletter is available throughout the shops and businesses here in the town. It's also available on our parish website and here in the Blessed Sacrament Chapel. So we'd encourage parishioners to pick one up over today or tomorrow. Just to highlight that next Friday evening, the 27th of November at 7 o'clock here in the church, we will have a mass for parishioners who were bereaved in the past 12 months. Unfortunately, due to the current restrictions on attendance at church, it's not possible to have family members attend. However, the Mass will be live-streamed on our Church Services TV webcam at the parish website. And during the Mass, the names of all who have died since the 1st of November last year will be read out and a candle will be lit for each one of them. So we'd ask you to pass this information along uh, to relatives and friends of all those who died in the past 12 months. That's the notices now for today. The rest of them are on the parish newsletter. When I fall, he lifts me up. When I fail, he forgives me. When I am weak, he is strong. When I am lost, he is the way. When I am afraid, he is my courage. When I stumble, he steadies me. When I am hurt, he heals me. When I am broken, he mends me. When I am blind, he leads me. When I am hungry, he feeds me. When I face trials, he is with me. When I face persecution, he is my shield. When I face difficulties, he comforts me. When I face loss, he provides for me. When I face death, he carries me. He is God. He is faithful. I am his and he is mine. The Lord sits at, as king forever. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Let us pray. Having received the food of immortality, we ask, O Lord, that glorifying in obedience to the commands of Christ, the King of the universe, we may live with him eternally in his heavenly kingdom, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. We ask you now to enjoy your day and enjoy the week. And the Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless us all, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended. Let us go in peace to love and to serve the Lord.
So our thanks again to Father Tony Mullins and the parishioners of Abbeyfield Parish for facilitating us in listening to Mass this morning. And also thanks to West Limit 102 FM, and especially Jason Smith for connecting us to Abbeyfield today. So if listeners would like to contact us here in the programme, our text number is 087-6088-667. That's 087-6088-667. Or email us, come and see inspirations, all one word, come and see inspirations at gmail.com. And thanks again to all those who continue to encourage us and pray for us. So today I'd like to welcome uh, Mary Kenny from Giannica Limerick Outreach, who will briefly share with us about the work of Gianna Care and tell us about a few local events coming up on Saturday, the 5th of December. So good morning, Mary. You're welcome to our programme. Good morning, John. Thank you for having me on. It's great to be here. You're welcome. Thank you. So first of all, Mary, who are Gianna Care Limerick Outreach and what, and what do you do? What do they do? Well, firstly, um, Gianna Care um, is a non-profit organisation that is 100% committed um, to providing compassion and support and information to anyone facing um, an unplanned pregnancy. Services include um, 24-7 telephone support, pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, um, practical and emotional support and financial assistance. At Gianna Care Limerick Outreach, we have trained client support workers to work with um, anyone who um, comes to us with an unplanned pregnancy and we are prepared to support them practically and emotionally. That's what we do here at Gianna Care Limerick Outreach. Many thanks for that. Now, you've got some local events organised. Can you share with us? What, yeah, what yeah I can, of course. And it's, 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 it's great to be able to organise these events even in times such as these. Um, we've organised four local events um, for Saturday, the 5th of December. And we will be in the public car park beside the train station and the Dare Heritage Centre car park um, from 11 to 12.30. And then from 1.30 to 3, we will be in the we, we will be outside the community centre in Croom and outside Clippers Cuts in Carcanish. OK, that's great. So if you want me to repeat any of that. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we will be in, we will be from 11 to 12.30. We will be in the public car park beside the train station and Adair Heritage Centre car park. And then from 1.30 to 3, we will be outside the community centre in Croom and outside Clippers Cuts in Carcanlish. Um, items we need most really include size one and two nappies, um, baby wipes, nappy cream, uh, baby boy and girl clothing, um, cellular blankets and Moses baskets. Mary, that's great. Now, there might be somebody listening. I know we, we only have a brief time at the moment, but there might be somebody listening who might want to contact Giannica Limerick Outreach. Have we got some contact details, please? Absolutely. And I just want to say as well, John, that like if there's anyone listening that's facing an unplanned pregnancy, um, there's just to know that they're not alone and that we have 24-7 telephone support. Um, and our number is 1811141. Or alternatively, you can email Gianna Care Limerick Outreach at the at Gianna Care Limerick at gmail.com. And just again, just to spell that, uh, just in case people mightn't be aware. Yeah. 
Giannica, G-I-A-N-N-A-C-A-R-E, Limerick, at gmail.com. That's it. And John, I'm just going to repeat the number. Um, 1800-111-141. So if anyone's listening that's in a non-planned pregnancy, you are not alone and there is help available. Mary Kenny, thanks a lot for just sharing that information with us. Thank you very much, John. Thank you for having me on. So tonight at 11pm on our regular Sacred Space programme, we're joined by Sister Dolores Brophy from the North Cork Bethany Bereavement Support Group, who will reflect with us on the grieving journey. Well worth tuning in. That's 11pm tonight here in West Limit 102. And just to remind listeners again, uh, we do pray the rosary with Father Kevin Scanlon and Dana after 11am 11, 11 news, Monday to Friday here on West Limit 102. That's after 11am news, we pray the rosary with Father Kevin Scanlon and Dana. So now we can listen to a recording from the Limit Novena in June 2019 of Father Michael Kelleher, who preached on Blessed Are Those Who Mourn. 26 years ago next month, I did the wedding of a young couple called Shirley and Albert in Belfast. Some years later, St. Gerard Magella was invited into the picture and two baby boys, Donal and Oren, were born a couple of years apart. I'm going to fast forward a few years. Early last year, early in 2018, I got a phone call from Shirley, the mummy, the, the wife. She was planning a mass and a party to celebrate their 25th wedding anniversary. So I was booked and I put it in the diary. A few weeks beforehand, a few weeks before the, the party that was due to happen, plans had to change. The daddy, Albert, had been diagnosed with cancer. So there was going to be no party, just mass and a meal at home. And that's what we did. It was a really special evening. They're a lovely couple. Their two fine young men were there, Donal and Oren, 18 and 16. I gave the mum and dad a copy of the icon of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. I gave the two young guys relics of St. Gerard Magella, which they put into their wallets. And although Albert's cancer was there in the background, we had a lovely evening, a lovely celebration. So fast forward again to February of this year. And I'm in the car driving from Dublin to Limerick and the phone rings. And I was on speakerphone when I answered it. It was Shirley. Shirley was in Amsterdam with her sister. Oren was dead and she was there to identify him. A cold shiver ran straight into my soul. I wasn't sure if I'd heard her right. I hoped I hadn't. I pulled into the side of the road and she told me the story. A story of youthful experimentation with drugs that went horribly, horribly wrong. After the phone call, I sat in the car 
I was numb, I was shocked, I was kind of sick. I have experienced many bereavements in my life, big ones and small ones. We all do. I suspect everybody here in the church tonight has experienced bereavements, big ones and small ones. But my stomach still turns when I try to imagine what it's been like for Shirley and Albert and Donal, Oren's brother, for his friends since last February. Now, you'll hardly believe this, but to cap it all, a couple of days after Oren died, Albert's mother died. Oren's granny died. She'd been sick for a while. So I'm going to be perfectly honest with you here. My prayer for that family since last February has very often involved me saying, Dear God, what are you at? It's in that spirit that I read today's gospel, the story of the widow of Nain and her dead son. I have some little sense of her loss. I'm really glad that Jesus brought her son back to life. I only wish that other families got a second chance. Last Friday, I rang Shirley. And I asked if I could use their family experience as an example of grief and mourning in this homily. She said I could. She may well be watching us now on the internet. Life is difficult, I think probably for everybody, every human being on this earth. Life is difficult for, for all of us at some stage. There are many losses, many moments of grief but it does seem to me that some families get an awful kicking. They get a really hard time. Many families who have been through really hard times have, however, also been blessed with amazing grace. And they can offer guidance to the rest of us. I'm actually going to say that again. Many families who have been through really hard times have also been blessed with amazing grace and can offer guidance to the rest of us. In January of 2017, I met another extraordinary woman who'd lost a son. Alma Walsh spoke in this church as part of a school mission to St. Clement's College next door. She told the story of her son, Donald. I'd never met Donald Walsh. I'd like to have met him. Some of you will remember his story. You'll have read about it in the papers or seen him on the, heard him on the radio, seen him on the telly. He was from Tralee. He was 16 years of age, the same age as Oren, when he died, but differently, he died of cancer in May 2013. Before Donald Walsh died, he went on to Brendan O'Connor's Saturday night show. Some of you here will have probably seen him. He told Brendan O'Connor that he really wanted to live, but he was going to die because of cancer. 
And he wanted to say to other young people who were watching, who were listening, not to see suicide as an option when they were stressed. Instead, life was for living to the full, not for cutting short. At the St. Clement's School Mission, Alma Walsh spoke of her experience of grief, of dealing with her son's death at 16 years of age. She told us what she found helpful, and she made four suggestions that might be of help to people in times of deep grief and at other times of stress. She summarized her four points in SOSS. The first S, sleep. She said, when you're grieving, when you're stressed, try to get enough sleep. It mightn't be easy to sleep, but try to get some sleep. That's the first S. The O, she said, O is for outdoors. Get out, go for a walk, get some fresh air, get some exercise. Even if it's bucketing down out of the heavens, get out there, go for a walk, get some fresh air, it will help. SOS, the second S, have a spirituality. Believe in God, believe that God will walk with you through this difficult time. And the last S, stick at it. You'll be tempted to give up, but stick at it. S-O-S-S, sleep, get out for a breath of air, have a spirituality, stick at it. Mrs. Walsh spoke to over 500 students, 500 boys, young men in their teens, to hardened teachers, to, to parents, to many members of the community here who have given homilies and heard homilies, and you could have heard a pin drop as she spoke. Back to last Friday, and my conversation with Shirley in Belfast. I said to her that I was thinking of speaking about what Alma Walsh had shared at the school mission, the SOSS, and I asked Shirley what she thought of that, and her response was, it's spot on. Just add two things. Tell people about the importance of having good friends and suggest that people find a safe place to talk about what they're going through when they're grieving. Tell people about the importance of having good friends and suggest that they find a safe place to talk when they're going through a difficult time. These last two suggestions might well have been made by Pope Francis because Pope Francis has spoken about the beatitude that we're dealing with today. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. What Pope Francis says is this beatitude is all about solidarity. So what does solidarity mean? Solidarity is about being present to and with another human being. It's being there with and for somebody else. Shirley and Albert, my friends in Belfast, 
know the value of solidarity with each other. They know the value of solidarity of friends and of therapists. Jesus showed solidarity with the widow of Nain in the Gospel this evening. Donald Walsh showed solidarity with other stressed young people. Alma, his mother, continues to show solidarity with stressed young people and with other people who have gone through difficult times and are grieving. Pope Francis continues and he says that holiness is knowing how to mourn with somebody. Holiness is knowing how to mourn with somebody. As Irish people, we're not so bad at that normally. We can show solidarity by going to removals and to funerals and by saying and meaning it, because very often we do. I'm sorry for your troubles. In this document here, Christ is alive. Pope Francis says, ask the Lord to give you the grace to weep for the sufferings of others. Once you can weep, then you'll be able to help others from the heart. Learn how to cry for the sufferings of others. And once you soften, you'll be able to reach out and help. At our best, we Irish people have big hearts for people who are grieving. I was looking for a human being with a big heart. And Fritz is now going to put up a picture on the TV screens that are in front of some people. Don't worry if you're not in front of a TV screen. I'm going to describe what's on the TV. And you can check this out on the web or on the internet if you're watching us on the web. As I say, I went looking for a helpful example of a human being reaching out to comfort another human being. And I think I found one in Thurlis, not yesterday, but three years ago. Limerick had a difficult time in Thurlis yesterday, but we'll talk about three years ago. It was an All-Ireland semi-final replay in Thurlis in August of 2016. Those of you with good hurling memories will remember Kilkenny were playing Waterford and it was down to the wire, nip and tuck. Parik Mahoney had a last minute free for Waterford and was plucked out of the air by the Kilkenny keeper. The final whistle blew and Mahoney sank to his knees. Waterford's heroics had come to nothing. Kilkenny were through to yet another final. And as Mahoney lay on the thorless turf, Jennifer Malone, a young woman in a Kilkenny jersey, went to console the Waterford man. Those of you watching on the web will easily find a clip of this moment. And those of you who are in front of a TV screen can see that. Jennifer has Down syndrome and a huge heart. Her moment of reaching out is soul-warming. Later on, Porik Mahoney thanked Jennifer and gave her the shirt he was wearing that Saturday evening. Let me finish. Life can be a valley of tears for all of us. Mourning can go from tears at the loss of a match. Nobody died. To tears in response to horrific, tragic death.
And how do we survive those serious tragedies? How do we cope? To those who are mourning here this evening, I offer Alma Walsh's hints, S-O-S-S. Get enough sleep. Get out for a breath of air. Take exercise. Have a spirituality. Stick at it. And I offer Shirley's additions. Stay connected with your friends. Take opportunities to talk safely. And I pray for you. Lord, comfort those who mourn. To the rest of us, I offer the words of Pope Francis and the example of Jennifer Malone. And I pray, Lord, grant us the grace to be able to weep for the sufferings of others and the courage to reach out in solidarity to them from our hearts. Amen.